0: Penn Law students, good afternoon, good evening, happy midnight to some of you. My name is Jeremiah, and I'm a 3L at the law school for the next 37 days. I want to start by saying I hope everyone is safe and everyone's family is safe. It's not hyperbole to say that this is uncommon territory, and these are very difficult times for so many people worldwide. So above anything else, I hope everyone is taking care of themselves and doing what you need to do to stay happy and healthy. So why am I doing this? I'm doing this podcast for us first and foremost. I want to hold space for Penn Law students to share how the pandemic has impacted their law school experience and personal experiences, and provide space for anyone who wants to share stories about how you've adjusted or in the process of adjusting to this new normal. Disclaimer, just so you know, I'm not working with anyone at the law school on this. No admin are involved. It's just me, a mic, and whoever wants to hop on and have a casual conversation for 20 to 30 minutes. Episode 1 is with my good friend, my brother, Alexander Dawson IV. Alexander and I met before 1L at a Penn Law Admitted Students event in D.C. We linked again at another law school admitted students weekend and we vibed there and ended up rooming together for two years in law school. Alexander was abroad in Barcelona last semester, so 3L has definitely been a wild ride for him. We had a fun time chopping it up. I hope you enjoy his Penn Law Perspective.
1: I try to convince people to slow down. Slow down AI. To regulate AI. Because it was futile. I tried for years.
0: Shit. Yeah, you're you're only worth what you can negotiate. And, Shit,
1: man.
0: Yeah, you're only worth it. As soon as I drop this album, I'm out of the deal. And mm-hmm. the house singing D'Angelo, how does it feel? How does it feel? <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, let's, let, let's do this, bro. Yeah, um, let's do it. So like I told you, I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to just interview Penn Law students and get their perspective on how the pandemic has impacted their law school experience um, mm-hmm. and gain mm-hmm. sort of personal insights into how they've been affected by it. So I want to do that by asking three questions. But before I ask those three questions, can you just introduce yourself? Um, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening know who you are. Um, the steamed ADIV, Alexander Dawson IV, 3L, but can you share a little bit more about yourself um, and give people a little insight into how you're doing right now?
1: Yeah, man, you know, uh, Alexander Dawson IV, straight from Hall River, North Carolina, born in D.C., raised in Raw River. Um, right now, I'm actually currently in the epicenter of Corona, which is Manhattan, New York City, uh, specifically Hell's Kitchen, and... Um, you know, we're trying to do everything we can to, to keep our spirits up. Every every night at 7 PM, if you go outside, there's just people screaming out their window, bro. Just like, Bloom! yelling as, as as hard as they can out the window. Everybody's like it's like kind of like a, a solidarity moment. So in about an hour, we'll go out there. I'm staying with my girlfriend in Hell's Kitchen right now, in the studio apartment. So I'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, man, it's just it's uh, you know, doing what I can out here, trying to stay healthy.
0: Yeah. Is that, is Howling at 7 p.m., is that specifically for the healthcare workers? Uh, so I don't know.
1: I I, read, I saw like a brief article online where it was like, um, I think it started off as, yeah, like probably a support, you know, uh, just a cheering support of workers. Um, in Hell's Kitchen, I haven't seen like a lot of healthcare workers around because, you know, we, we'll walk around a little bit every day, but um, I think it's just kind of spread throughout Manhattan. And I, I talked to a couple other people that live in different areas of Manhattan and they said seven o'clock, they hear the screaming too. So okay. I'm not, I'm not sure about the origin of or anything like that, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is a cool no other moment. people are alive around you. Right. Right. Yeah. That is a cool moment of solidarity. Um, let's go back to the beginning, man. What was your initial reaction to the news? I think that we received an email from president uh, Gutman on March 11th. So what was your initial reaction to the news that the school was going to move to 100% remote virtual learning?
1: So initially, because this was right after spring break, um, I was already like, yo, you know, this, you know, I was kind of feeling like I had taken on too many classes this semester. I felt like, you know, I'm trying to kind of graduate. So when it was, when I, when I heard it was, and I was getting sick of going to class, I was getting sick of going to class. So. When I heard it was online, the first thing I came on was, oh, that's dope. I can, like, do what I want to do, you know, all right, check in, do my classes, and things would be a lot easier. Um, I think slowly but surely I started realizing, like, um, I talked to Simon. He was like, yeah, man, I'm about to go back to South Korea. Um, And I was realizing, like, oh, it's a lot of classmates that I intended to spend a lot of time with this semester. Especially, you know, being abroad during the fall, I thought I'd have a lot of time to kick it with a lot of people that I really like and enjoy spending time with this spring semester. And with it all going online, everyone's, you know, either going with their family, staying isolated within their own apartment, wherever, they, you know, wherever they're staying, that I'm not going to get a chance to have those those last graduating memories. And so I think as time has gone on, it's become more, I'm seeing the negative side more. But initially when I found out, I was like, oh, bet. that sounds dope. I'm down to, to just check in online real quick, Me in my pajamas, go to class for a little, you know, quick, quick couple hours, whatever, and then be able to do what I want to do on my own time. So that was my initial reaction.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think as a second semester 3Ls, we really realized that the utility of the rest of the time that we have was really in those interaction we had with, with folks. And I know that you studied abroad last semester and it just felt like when we were talking in person, a few weeks before spring break that you were just sort of getting somewhat accustomed to the routine, a little bit of being, being back, back in school, yeah. being a real student, being back stateside. Um, and to have this come and sort of shake up your routine, I can imagine that that was, that was a little bit, um, you know, just unsettling. But I know that you were, you were initially in Philadelphia for spring break, or were you, where were you when you found out the news? So... So March 11th. Just
1: make sure. I just want to make sure I have my, my my timeline right. Was that after spring break or was that kind of
0: during spring break? That or? was in the middle of, of of spring break, the first one. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: So the first. Okay. So so the way my spring break ended up working out was I was supposed to go to Japan. Like it, Japan was always the plan because my little sister was studying abroad in Japan. Okay. Obviously, Corona hit, so now Japan is a no go. Thank God I hadn't bought my ticket yet. Right. So. In my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, Corona, that's more of an Asian thing right now. We're not really worried about it. We're not going to go to Asia. But I was like, all right. And so I told my girl, I was like, all right, well, Puerto Rico looks like a good move. Boom. Oh, so you go to Puerto Rico for a week, right? Um, had a great time in Puerto Rico. So I'm thinking, okay, I'll get back to Pennsylvania. You know, get back to Philly. Everything will be cool. But then obviously it became a much more serious thing to think about. And already people are kind of on social media, on Instagram, are very active on Instagram, follow me at 262sick. Um, yep. You know, you, you can put the little, little tagline in the, in the description. I got you, I got you. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and so I started seeing people like, oh, you need to stop traveling, the airports are crazy, like, yep. you know, coronavirus is spreading this and, and the third. And so even at that point, I was thinking, okay, well, let me go ahead and get back to Philly and finish out the semester, you know, whatever, you know, maybe I wasn't expecting them to go completely virtual. So then when they did, I was like, okay, well this is even more serious than I thought. And my living situation in Philly isn't the greatest living situation, you know, and especially not to be there all the time, all day, day in and day out, I couldn't do that. So uh, came on up to Manhattan and I didn't realize at the time that Manhattan would be the ground zero for Corona in the United States. Uh, but, right. yeah, man, it was, it's been
0: a journey. Yeah. Your living situation in Philly is is not ideal because you're not living with your boy anymore.
1: I'm not living with my boy anymore, man. Yeah. Shout out John Martin, too, man. Not living yeah. with J.O., not living with John Martin, man. It's a, I'm living with a dude, I've nicknamed him Willard. <laughs> and uh, he leaves dental frost on the kitchen table.
0: Oh, come on now, man. Come on. <laughs> it's different,
1: man. It's different. It's different.
0: Yeah. Second question, Mandy, I, I know you're in New York and, um, you know, I, a lot of Penn Law students have plans of going to New York after graduation, a lot of 3Ls. Um, we're getting a lot of news right now um, as it relates to the bar and, you know, we're sort of trying to figure out whether or not there's, we have, you know, job security um, or whether or not there are going to be any adjustments to our offer letters. I know people are doing that on an individual basis and, and firms are still coming out with information. There's a lot of uncertainty, right? But the next question for me is, or for you, excuse me, is what is your plan after graduation? And how has that plan changed at all for you over the next few months?
1: Yeah. So, I, you know, just like a lot of Penn Law students, I'm planning on beginning my legal career in New York City. Um, And, you know, my firm hasn't been super communicative about you know the, the adjustments that may need to be made due to coronavirus. I think people are still across the industry, kind of figuring things out and trying to figure out a way to, that's sustainable and responsible, and a way to respond to this pandemic that still allows you know obviously the firm to be fruitful and make money, but also to honor the commitments that they've made to, to graduating law students. And so you know while they're trying to figure that out and everything, a lot of the law students are obviously you know a little stressed about what their what their job security looks like. For me, I'm not. I'm not feeling a lot of stress as far as will I have a job, but I'm a person that really loves traveling, really loves, you know, experiencing things. So for me, this upcoming, because, you know, usually you would start working in September, usually the bar will be in June, and then you would, you would start working in September. Um, so this New York bar has been postponed to at least September, and so we're trying to figure out, you know, just as a collective, how they're gonna do the New York bar, There's going to be able to be online testing, maybe testing centers. You know, it's kind of up in the air right now what's going to end up happening with the bar. But for me, the more more pressing thing for me is, okay, I was planning on immediately after graduation, traveling for a couple weeks and then settling in somewhere, you know, somewhere abroad to actually lock in and start studying for the bar. Now, knowing that the bar is likely not going to be until September, if it is going to be September at all, it kind of changes the way I view my summer. This is gonna be a summer for me that was gonna be my last chance to kind of do, kind of um, on my own terms, exploring, traveling, and being able to kind of have full control over my schedule without, you know, needing necessarily, uh, you know, having an employee. It, it was gonna be my time to explore, knowing that I had a job in the bag locked up, right? Now, obviously, with coronavirus, it's, you know, nobody's in a position to be traveling all over the world, things like that. So, which is something I was really looking forward to. So I'm in this position trying to figure out, okay, is it still even plausible to think about having that type of experience this summer? Um, you know, what's the safest way I can do that? What's the most responsible way I can do that if there are opportunities to do that? And what does it look like as far as the timing of studying for the bar and making sure I can perform to my highest ability once the bar hits? so. Yeah, man, things are still up in the air for me. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, we're really I'm trying to graduate. Number one thing is make sure I graduate with all my graduation requirements. Amen. Uh, so I got to knock out the senior writing requirement, which I, I you know, I wish I had done mm. last year. And then uh, also trying to make sure I knock out this IP clinic, which is a beast. You know, you got real clients that are out there struggling just along with everybody else that you have to make sure that you're there for you're responsive to and that you're providing, you know, Know legal real real legal advice to them during this right. pandemic so you know it's been interesting for me it's been challenging for me and it's been uncertain for me just like a, a bunch of uh you know a lot of other people so i'm looking forward to seeing how this thing is up resolving itself
0: yeah yeah you know i'm I personally as as somebody that knows you very well and um, roommate for two years um and we had the you know connected in in dc before law school at the pen law admitted students uh dc event i know how much you enjoy you know your freedom and autonomy and how much you're looking forward to this summer so personally bro i just want to say i'm sorry that all this has happened and sort of shook up your plans because i know how how much you're anticipating that but you know i know that you're you're in new york and you're getting some solid time um and i know that you're 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 an optimistic person. I know that you'll take this in stride and um, you're not worrying too much, which is good. And I think, yeah, keep the main thing, the main thing, which is, you know, graduate. And right now you are actually helping companies sort of stay afloat and figure out how to, you know, weather this storm, the coronavirus. So you're, you're actually doing real work, which is good. Um, so, you know, keep doing the main thing and, and we'll be, we'll be done in about a month or so, so. All right.
1: No doubt, man. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So last question. What is something positive that's come from this situation? Specifically, what is something positive that's come from having to shelter in place?
1: Um, yeah, so the benefits of being you know, kind of in this isolation and kind of being in the same place, I think, one, it is, so a couple of things. One is, it's making me appreciate more the value of being able to be out and around strangers, people I don't even know, right? and being able to feel the energy of other people doing things. And from a physical perspective, you know, this has been a challenge for me because, for me, I feel like a lot of my moods and a lot of my uh, motivations are very location-specific. So when I'm at the boxing gym, I feel that, you know, urge to work out. I feel like, you know, I'm in the zone, and I want to, you know – which is also one, one thing that's awful about this coronavirus is fight night obviously didn't happen this year mm. because of coronavirus. I was so looking forward to being able to, to fight three years in a row. It didn't end up happening, um, uh, which is a which is probably for me the worst part about coronavirus for me yeah. personally. You know, that was that was a tough one.
0: I wanted um, to keep this question positive, but I'll make an exception for, <laughs> for fight night.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Oh yeah. uh, that's that's a bummer. But you know, I think that I think that it's it's challenged me to to Try to stay up with working out and, and stay up with reading, you know, try to try to strengthen my 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 faith, strengthen my spiritual life, um working out even in situations where it's not convenient or it's not uh, you know, really the the, the best atmosphere, the best environment to work out, still pushing myself to make sure that I'm doing some type of physical activity, even hold up in a in a studio apartment in, in Manhattan, right? It's not the best of circumstances, but I think it is a good test to see: Are you really committed to the things that you say that, you, that are valuable to you? Are you really invested in the things that you say are important? And so, for me, that's been physical well-being. That's been my creative outlet. Making sure that I'm, you know, taking time to write every day. Make sure I'm taking time to you know think about the things that I really want to to create. And and uh, that's something that's been important to me. And also, you know, locking in and being able to be productive in a space that is, you know, it's hard to be productive in the exact same room that you're chilling in, you're drinking in, you know, you're having to play video games in, right? So just being able to make those different shifts and and really challenging yourself to stay committed to the task at hand. I think that's one thing that's been great. Probably bigger than that, though, for me, has been, you know, I'm in a, a relatively new relationship, one of my, probably the most serious relationship I've been in in my life, and so seeing what it's like to live with somebody that you're in a relationship with and kind of getting a, a crash course in, okay, making sure you're considering another person, um, you know, y- y'all are in the same room for basically probably 23 out of the 24 hours a day, y'all are in the same room. And so, you know, just trying to, you trying to, you know, that's it, which, which is a huge shift for me, because I'm used to being, like you said, a very independent person, and then having to make that shift and understand that someone else is dependent on you and you want to make sure you're respecting them and their space and the things that, you know, that make them happy and the things that are, that are important to them. It's, it's, it's been a, a, a huge learning experience for me that I'm grateful for, but it's, just it's been, you know, it's not, it's not easy. It's
0: definitely not easy. Right. No, man. I, I, I appreciate you sharing that. It seems like this has accelerated a lot of things for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: And, and, uh, I'm proud of you, man. You're growing up right in front of my eyes. I'm praying for yeah. you. Hey,
1: appreciate for you, it, bro. Hey, hey, hey! Throw a couple extra prayers in there for your boy.
0: <laughs> and anybody who's listening to this, throw a few extra prayers for your boy, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> man, bro. I I I appreciate that. I, I think you know. Similarly, this has reminded me to to sort of simplify and and, and focus, right? The, mm. I think over the past two months, as sort of we've seen this runway of law school um, come to an end, yeah. I had so many things in my mind that I wanted to accomplish. And, you know, right now, I'm, I'm inside all day, I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best to, to get out and get my runs in. And I recognize that that's something that I care about so much that I'm going to do that every single day. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. taking a day off or getting my run in, right? right. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm being more conscious about what I'm eating, right? Um, Mm -hmm, I'm -hmm. focusing on, on FaceTiming, you know, my A-list, right. The people that I love and care about what we're doing right now. Um, I'm checking in on my family members and making sure that they know, uh, where I'm at and what I'm thinking about as it relates to my job. Right. I I haven't really Mm -hmm. brought too many of them into like my career aspirations and what, you know, what I'm seeking to do after this. So it's really been a time where I've had to sort of refocus and simplify and really just knock out, you know, five or so things every single day. Um, and just do those consistently. Right. And, and, right. and really make sure that, um, when, when all this is over, whatever that means, um, I'm really sort of, uh, I have those five things are ironclad, right. Those five things are just a part of my life now. Um, yeah. so I, I understand and, and I empathize with that. And I appreciate you sharing, man. Appreciate you hopping on the podcast, uh, Law Perspectives, AKA Carrie Conversations. Ooh. Um, ADIV. Uh do you want anything? Do you want to plug anything? Do you, you know any anything that you're working on?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah anything just, you have
0: to say to the to the people. Yeah.
1: I, I just want to make sure everybody realizes, you know, Corona's given me a lot of time to work on this album. And so, you know, this Oh, well, excuse me, mixtape. And the mixtape is called uh Res Ipsa, the mixtape. So my lawyers out there, you'll get what I'm saying. A little Latin, a little Latin for you, boy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's dropping it's dropping this year. So I have about seven to eight working on nine tracks that I'm preparing to drop. So, just, you know, everybody everybody, keep your ear out for that. When it drops on the streets, it's going to be hot fire.
0: Well, send us, send me uh, a preview and we can loop it as a music for this podcast.
1: Hey, hey, bet. The problem is I got to get studio time right now to make it the make official quality that I want. But the lyrics and the melody and everything like that. It's, 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 it's coming along, bro It's coming
0: along Hey, man, you're in a studio right now You're in the bathroom <laughs> just, cook, just cook up Just cook up Cook, cook Just cook No doubt No Dude. doubt Right on, bro Appreciate you No doubt, man I appreciate you having me Right on We out I try to people to slow down Slow down AI To regulate AI
1: This was futile I tried for years. Shit.